listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. 20 minutes of the hour, like I said, 20 minutes of the hour, 1 o'clock is the 20th of February uh, 2023. You can connect with us on the socials. We are available on Facebook and we are Hope Alive radio station on Twitter. We are Hope Alive underscore radio. Instagram, we are Hope Alive radio. And on YouTube as well, you can visit our YouTube page. Uh, still in development, but subscribe. We'll be putting up a lot of our content there for you to catch up on. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Tlatwayo. How are you today? Oh, good afternoon, Muzi. I'm awesome, thank you. Thing, how was your weekend, sir? Oh, the weekend was good. Uh, the only thing that I really, really didn't like was this um, week six load shedding. Mm, uh, no, mm, mm, it's mm. getting truly ridiculous. Um, oh. And I'm glad that, you know, I'm seeing some people trying to do something about it. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad about that. But yeah, apart from that, my weekend was good. Mm. We should be praying to God to provide us with uh, more uh, business nuggets from Dogos Oklatoi so that we can actually live off the grid because six hours is just ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah, too much. Too, too much. No, God has to give us some, <laughs> some mm. ideas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mr. Oklatoi, today is Smile Monday. Who's your smile retriever? That one person that makes you pick up the smile even in the, mid- even in the middle of a storm. That person that can make you smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah okay you know I'd have to say my wife wow really no one else I could point that to yeah <laughs> <laughs> she can pick you up even in the middle of the storm when you smile <laughs> yeah yeah no of course yeah, yeah and, and then of course the ultimate has to be the Holy Spirit but yeah her as well <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's wonderful wonderful so thank you so much for tuning in and uh, thank you also to Untoko Zoshatwa for taking his time to always be available for us on the line to give us those wise wisdom nuggets for uh, taking our businesses to the next level. Today we are talking putting the work into networking as we are continuing with the series uh, all about networking, all things networking. So what is the journey that I need to take now as an entrepreneur to put the work into my networking? All right, so I think a nice place to start really would just be uh, to, to draw the denotator when it comes to the word network, right? Um, like what it means literally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got the part net and it's got the part work, right? Mm-hmm. So it's basically the working of net. Okay. So when you look at, you know, the basic of um, the roots of this, of this word is basically taken from, if you think about the idea of fishermen, when fishermen, you know, would put pieces of string or pieces of rope together, Mm-hmm. in order to build a net, you know, that process was called networking because you're doing something in order to bring, you know, uh, bring about a network. Oh. And what's beautiful about that idea is the fact that, you know, if you have one piece of rope or even if you have like, um, you know, 20 pieces of rope and they're not working together in any formation, you cannot catch any fish. Mm-hmm. I don't care how great you are at fishing. But if you take those individual pieces of rope and you put them together in a network, you all of a sudden have a device that can help you catch a whole lot more fish than a single rope could on its own. Wow. And that brings together you really the idea of what networking truly is. Individually, mm. you're just a single rope. And it doesn't matter how strong you are as a single rope. You need to be part of some sort of network in order for you guys together to be able to catch a lot of fish. Mm. And that's really the power of networking. You know, when you, when you think about it, that idea, that's where it comes from. And it really gives you that idea of, 
you know, the importance of coming together and what you can achieve in a network, you know, as opposed to what you can achieve alone. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's basically where the idea of putting the work in networking comes from. There has to be work that is put in in terms of carefully forming these bonds or these relationships where together you're able to reach more than you can on your own. Mm. That's mind-blowing. <laughs> I never thought of it in that manner. That's really mind-blowing. Thank you so much, Ndoko. And uh, then how do I then, where do I start? Essentially, All right. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I mean, when, you, when you're starting to put the work into, into your network, you know, I mean, there's so much, I mean, uh, uh, that I talk about in my book, but, you know, I've, I've pulled up, you know, four, four key ones, and I thought that would be really great for us to share about today, you know. You know, the first one is, you know, the importance of developing a, net, a networking uh, plan for your event mm-hmm. um, that you attend, your networking event. Um, you know, and then the second one is, you know, understanding, you know, that your network is an asset, you know. Um, and the third one would be, you know, understanding something called the leveraging effect, you know, which is what we basically just described when you're talking about network, the, the, the working of net. Um, and then the last one is really um, how you, you grow your network in terms of width and in terms of depth. So those are four of, of, of the steps that I would say somebody should take in terms of actually, you know, starting this journey of building a solid network. So just to go back to the first one, you know, developing a networking plan for your event. So I always say this, never go to a networking event unarmed. You know, basically, ah. you know, you don't have a plan and you're hoping to get there and to wing it you're probably not going to be able to, you know, have um, much good, uh, much results. You know, you go into a networking event with a particular plan, mm-hmm. you know, and basically the basic plan that I structure out in my book has, you know, um, three, you know, um, yeah, three layers to it, right? So firstly, you take down your piece of paper, you write down, or maybe you're typing on your computer on your phone. Firstly, you write down the name of the event, um, you know, and the date of the event so that you can, you know, remember who you met at what event. Uh-huh. And that's not small, you know, it's something you can reference back. You know, I always reference back when I'm talking to people to say, you know, we met at such and such an event, you know, it is really helpful. So write down the name of the event and write down the date. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, you know, write down what your business currently needs. Like what are your business current where is your business right now and what does it need? Because what your business needs is always going to determine the sorts of people that you need to connect with immediately, right? So some examples of this uh, you know, customers. Your business may be in need of customers. Mm-hmm. Another example is investors. And then maybe some, some practical needs as well. Maybe you, you need marketing. Maybe your business needs some marketing. You know, you've got your product, but you have no idea how to market it, and that's what you need. Um, maybe you need a social media expert. You know, write that down. Maybe you don't have a website, and you, and you need a website. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need office space, you know, or maybe let's say you need a contact in the NYDA, you want to, you know, apply in the NYDA, but you don't want to go the long way. You need someone who, who knows someone who's in there. Write that down, right? Write down what you need currently because, again, you might think this, this, this won't help you, but it really will help you because if you're in there and you didn't write down a plan and you meet someone who could connect you with someone, you know, in the NYDA, mm-hmm. without a plan, you won't know what to say next to that person or you won't understand the value of that person. But immediately when you know exactly what you need from your plan, when you start talking to these people, you'll be, you'll be able to start sifting out the people who you need to be spending more time uh, talking to in that networking event and the ones who you, you don't necessarily need to, you know, spend that much time. And so firstly, write down where your business is or your current business needs, right? And then secondly, that would 
determine the kinds of people that you need to meet, right? So next, you write down, okay, here are the people that I need to meet, right? Firstly, mm-hmm. because I said I need customers, then it means I need people in my target market. Who are the people in my target market, mm-hmm. right? Who are the people that could buy my product? Who are the people who could be interested in my product? You know, what's their age range? Am I looking for females? Am I looking for males? Am I looking for people who are between 18 and 24? You know, to really define the sorts of people that you need to be meeting when you get into that event. And the first one is who's your target market. But only that only applies if, you know, um, you're looking for customers, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you're looking for investors, then write down, okay, um, I need to meet either people who are investors, people who are venture capitalists, people who are maybe wealthy. You might not think you're an investor or she might not think she's an investor, but maybe she's wealthy and you might be the person who she wants to, you know, give money to. So you want to identify wealthy people or you want to identify in, um, influential people, right? Um, I made this example again uh, last week that when I went to the Houghton Premier Awards, I singled out a person who was known as a SME expert, right? Uh-huh. I, I knew he had the money to invest, but the reason why I went to talk to him is not just the, uh, because he had the money to invest, but because if he didn't, if he doesn't invest, he, he can connect me with so many other people who could invest because mm. I understand what his network is, right? Yeah, yeah. So you want to profile those sorts of people and make sure that when you get there, you identify them and you go and you speak with them, right? And then maybe if you need marketing, you want to go to, to talk to people who are doing marketing or social media experts, or you want to talk to web designers, these are all, all different people who might be there in your network, I mean, in the networking event. So writing down the sorts of people that you need to meet helps you to sift out, again, the sorts of people that you need to be spending time talking to, right? So that's the second thing you add in your event plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing is very important. What is it that you can offer them, right? Put it in a list, right? What is it that you have right now? What are your strengths? Mm-hmm. What are you able, what value are you able to give to the next person such that that person will you know will feel like they 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 could benefit from being in a relationship with you because again remember when you are trying to build a network you're proposing a relationship right and even in a boy girl relationship you always know which <laughs> both parties need to bring something to the table you know so even when you're talking to this person don't just get there and say okay this is what i need uh, also look at yourself and actually say what is it that i can bring to the table bring, bring right the table, for example yes. maybe you've got a van right <laughs> that somebody can use for logistics right and when you're talking to someone who's got products and they don't know how to distribute them and they could be valuable to your network one of the things you could say is hey, by the way, I've got this van. I'm not using it between, you know, Friday and Monday. Perhaps, you know, you could use it for this, this period of time, right? You're offering something to them. And immediately, the, the human nature is such that when you offer something to them, they want to give something back to you, right? Mm-hmm. So we always say that the golden rule in networking is first give and then you will receive. You're investing into a relationship that will give you access to people or resources that you wouldn't have had access to. So make sure that you, you know, you write down what is it that you have. And we all have something, right? Mm. So maybe you might, you know, have accounting services that you could offer to them for free. Maybe you might have a big social media following and you you tell the person, oh, by the way, I've got 10,000 followers on Instagram. Maybe I can take your product and I can showcase it because it's actually an interesting product. Yeah. All these things, you know, make you a person of value and will, will start drawing people to you. But if you don't write them down, you know, it's not going to be easy for you to bring them out in a conversation in such a way that this person can actually see that you're, you know, um, a person of value. So make sure that you write down all the things that you can offer and make sure that all these things, you know, are, are nearby when you begin to talk to these people. So mm-hmm. that, you know, if you, if you can build that and you go into a networking event with all of that, 
you know, your, your, your effectiveness will increase dramatically. Hmm. Wow, thank you. Uh, sorry there. Um, don't wing it. <laughs> prepare, prepare, prepare. And then when I've done my preparation and I'm at the event, sorry about that, and uh, what's the next stage? All right, so before maybe we get to the next stage, I want one of the other things I wanted to, us to get into is to really understand um, that your network is an asset and you need to treat it as an asset, right? <laughs> that when we were learning accounting, they gave us a definition of an asset and, you know, they basically said an asset is a resource that is controlled by a, a company or a person <laughs> that is as a result of a past event from which future economic benefits will flow to the business, right? Mm. So an asset is very different to, uh, you know, buying a basic product, you know, something that you can use. You know, the, the opposite of an asset in this case would be a consumable, right? Something okay. that you get right now and you use up right now. That's a consumable. Mm. Whereas an asset is something that you buy right now that might not give you any value at the current moment, but in the future it will give you value. You know, for mm. example, when you buy a building, that mm. building is not going to start, it's not an ATM, it's not going to give you money. Right? At that time, You yes. still need to probably, you know, renovate that building. So it, it, it's taking money out of you, you know. You need to renovate that building. You need to start, you know, marketing that building. It's still taking money out of you. It's taking time out of you. But once that building is ready, you don't need to keep on renovating it every month. You don't need to, you know, keep on advertising it every month. Once, once that building is ready and it's full of people, and they're, you know, they're renting from you, then money is going to keep flowing, you know, to you for the rest of your life. That's mm. basically what an asset is. It's mm -hmm. something that you spend time and money in right now until it's ready to, you know, to start giving you benefits, you know, in the future. Right? That's the definition of an asset. So we need to firstly note that there's a difference between a consumable and an asset, you know, so, and a lot of people, especially the small business owners, we are so consumed with what we can get right now. How can this person buy from me right now? Is this person a customer? You know, we're so focused on the now that we forget to invest in assets, things that are going to give us, you know, money coming in for the, you know, for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. So the network is the same as well. Stop looking at your network as an instant consumable. Stop going to a networking event and if this person says, no, I'm not going to give you, you know, I'm not going to buy from you. I'm not your customer. I'm not interested in your product or, you know, I'm not going to give you funding. Stop looking at it as that's it. It's over. No. You know, the, 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 the real benefit of building a network is building a relationship that will give you access to more benefits in the future, right? So you need to understand those three steps, right? It's a resource controlled by an entity. So firstly, understand when you're forming these relationships and when you, you know, you're, you're following up on these people and, you know, when you're building this relationship and you're being useful, you're creating something that you control. It's in your control. And control here does not mean you control the person. It means the 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 quality of your network is controlled by the amount of work that you put into it, okay. right? Um, how valuable are you to these people? How often do you keep contacting them? Do they see you as someone who keeps on wanting to take, to take, to take, or do they see you as someone who's also offering value to them? You know, that's the first part, you know. And, and then the second part, once you've got the first part right, and, and, and the network is now flourished, it, you'll see that it's, it, it's, it's going to start yielding results for you over and over and in, you know, in, in, in the foreseeable future. And that's what we want to, where we want to get to. But that takes time. That takes, you know, sometimes money. You know, that takes effort. And I want to encourage people, do it. Do it. Build as many of these relationships as possible. And in three years' time, you'll be thanking me because those same people are going to give you access 
to, you know, either customers or investors or even money that you would not have had access to, you know, if, if you hadn't, you know, started this process. So please understand that once you build your network, it is an asset. Don't want to, nobody plants a tree today and wants the food tomorrow, you know, you wait until the tree is grown and then it's going to continually give you food. And that is exactly how you should look at the network. Mm. So my network becomes my asset. Do I, if I, I'm looking at my uh, the network as my asset, am I able to share that network with other business uh, entrepreneurs at the same time? <laughs> and that's the unfortunate thing, you know. Um, <laughs> it's your relationship with that person, right? Uh, you build a relationship with that person with these people. That's why they're part of your network. Now, when, you, when it comes to sharing, you can share in, a, in the form of referring, right? So I can say to my network, let's say I, I know as a CEO of Telcom, and yeah. I am so impressed by you, Muzi, and I say to the CEO of Telcom, look, I've got this, uh, this, this, co- this colleague of mine, Muzi, and I believe he's really good, you know, in his field, and he might add, you know, some value to you. Can I please give you his number in order for you to get into contact with him, right? Yeah. So that's, that's the best I can do in terms of sharing my network with you. But it does not mean that now the CEO of Telcom is part of your network. No, you also then now have to do all these things that we've been teaching. You have to form a relationship mm. with them. You have to be valuable to them. You mm. have to do all these things. And then you build your own network with that person because you built your own relationship with that person. So the best I can do is connect you, but it's up to you whether or not you want to turn that connection into a business relationship, i.e. turning it into a network. Mm. All right, Mr. Shatoya, you can grab a glass of water. Uh, we'll come back with you as we continue uh, this conversation. If you're tuned in, thank you so much for tuning in to the Munati uh, Business with Untogozo Shatoya. Let's just grab a glass of water. We'll be right back. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise on Herbal Live Radio and reach customers around the world. Call us on 011-976-0600 or visit our website at www.herbaliveradio.co.za. Alternatively, you could email info at herbaliveradio.co.za for more information. Act now and get more clientele. Join us on Saturday, the 4th of March, 2023 at the Big Tree Venue in Medrin from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. as we talk about the renewal of the mind, fresh start, and a better you. Hosted by Matsiriso Lengwati with guest speaker Dr. Ntwaki Masitela. 450 per person gets you in. For banking details and any other inquiries, contact Matsepo Mailani on 065 965- Nine two seven four one two six. We hope to see you all as we are transforming our minds. This is Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future. It's twenty minutes before the hour, two o'clock. We are in conversation with Untogoza Tlatuayo. Uh, this afternoon, we are talking about putting the work into networking. If you missed it, we are in conversation and we covered developing a network event plan. Don't wing it. event without preparing. Do some preparation on your way to the event and then treat your network like an asset. You know, like you would treat a building. This is my building. This is an asset that belongs to me. Your network is 
worth a lot of you uh, a lot of money to you and uh, that's what where we were with untogozo hlatwayo after treating it as an asset where do i go all right so um one of the other important things that you need to understand um, in order to be able to do network effectively mm-hmm. is understanding the leveraging effect, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 you know, the longer your network remains in existence, as I said, you know, in the form of a building, the greater the benefits you could, you know, you could draw from it. And this mm. comes from something called leveraging. So basically, um, a basic definition of leveraging is, you know, making use of something in order to gain the maximum, you know, advantage from your own efforts. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a, a, a great, great example of leveraging is, you know, a jack. You know, when, you, when, you, when you've got a flat tire in your car mm. and, you know, you need to change the tire and, you know, you just put the jack underneath the car and you literally... You lift use your car. own strength to lift the car. And okay. I don't know if people have, have, have thought about this. Why is it so easy that when you spin that bar, air check, you know, the car starts going up? Yeah. That's because, you know, the, the way the jack is, is, is made, you know, it, it's, it's leveraging. The, the minimum effort that you're putting in is leveraged through that particular device. And therefore, it makes, you know, it gives the maximum results of the effort that you put in. You know, wow. that's basically what leveraging is. It's just when, you know, you've built a system where when you put minimum work, it can give you the maximum possible outcome. Mm. You know, a nice way to, 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 uh, to, to explain this is to look at how people, you know, generate income. How do you make your salary, really? You know, income basically is literally your time mm. multiplied by how much you charge per hour. Okay. Like that's literally how much your income is, right? Because if you, you know, if you want to increase your income, therefore you can either increase the rate, how much you charge per hour. You know, when you get a, you know, that's usually when you get a, an increase at work, mm-hmm. increasing how much they pay you per hour, right? Uh, or you can increase your income by increasing the time you spend, right? This is overtime. When you spend more time, you know, then you make more income, right? And basically, for most people in the world, that's the only way in which they can increase their income, either by increasing the rate or by increasing the time. But this mm-hmm. is not sustainable because they can only increase your, your, your income to a certain extent or the rate to a certain extent, and you can only, there's only so many, you know, hours in a day, right? So, and that's why so many people end up reaching a ceiling yeah. in terms of the amount of income they can make. And this is not how to become wealthy, right? The wealthy people use leveraging, right? So another formula when you add leverage here in terms of how you generate income will be the rate multiplied by the time and multiplied by the leverage, right? Now leverage, let's make an example, a practical example, right? Let's say now, um, uh, let me use um, a plumber, right? Okay. I'm a plumber and I work eight hours a day, you know, and I earn 10 rand per hour, then I'm making 800, right? So that's rate mm. times time, right? That's how much I'm making. And the only way to increase my income is either to increase my rates or to increase my time, my right? Time but yes, now, yes. let's say I'm, you know, um, I'm still that same plumber and um, I now hire Muzi, right? Yes. And maybe I hire, you know, 10 other people, right? So that means the income that I'm making right now is the rate times the time, but also I'm multiplying that by the, you know, the, the amount of time that you guys, you know, my employees are putting in, right? So now my income is increased because I've employed more people and more people are 
putting in their time, and because they're putting in their time, I'm generating more income. Right? Mm. That's an example of leveraging. When 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 somebody establishes a business and they start you know hiring itself, that's basically them using leverage. You are leveraging other people's time. Mm. You're still going into work eight hours a day, but at the end of the month, you're making ten thousand rand. Right? Did you increase your time? No. Did you increase your rate? No. What mm. did you do? You started hiring other people, and that's what that's what leveraging is. Okay. So that's what the wealthy do. The wealthy use other people's time in order to be rich, mm. right? Because they're leveraging up other people's time. You know, Jay Paul Gates, one of the richest people to have ever lived, he explained the concept of leveraging in a in a very interesting way. He said, "I'd rather have one percent of the efforts of a hundred people than a hundred percent of my own efforts." Hey. <laughs> I'd rather have one percent of the efforts of a hundred people than hundred percent of my own efforts, right? Mm. So he'd rather, you know, leverage the strength or the time of other people in order to make money for himself. So that's basically what leveraging is. So this concept of leveraging also works similarly, you know, when it comes to networking. And yeah. I want to make this example. So let's say I'm spending two hours a day marketing my product, and therefore I'm reaching ten people. Mm-hmm. Right, but if I've built a network and my network is also telling other people about me and about my business, that means I'm still spending the two hours and I'm still earning the ten people a day. But now my network is working on my behalf, and each of them are, uh, you know, referring people to me. Mm-hmm. So I've not increased my time, I've not increased my effort, but my outcome is more. I'm getting more customers. All of a sudden, I'm getting forty customers a day, and I didn't increase the amount of work that I did in terms of my marketing. And that's the example of the power of leveraging of your network, right? So what you have to do in your time, you make sure you're promoting your business and you're promoting the business of your network partners, mm-hmm. and they'll do the same for you. They'll start also now using their networks, and they're gonna, you know, you know, advertise your product to their network. So I want people to just get this the, the power of networking in their minds using this leveraging effect. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping it makes sense because it's making sense to me, you know, and I've got, I don't have that much time to explain it, but I also do explain it in quite a lot of detail in the book mm-hmm. that if you can understand this leveraging effect when it comes to, to, to you know, networking. Mm-hmm. You'll actually see that once you've built your network enough, the amount of time it took you to make a million yourself mm-hmm. will take you a fraction of the time when you've got a network. Mm-hmm. Using your hypothetic of a plumber, would you say instead of me employing a hundred people and I don't want it to affect my bottom line as a as an as a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, would uh, outsourcing some of the work to other companies work in the same way uh, to improve my business? Yeah, most definitely, most yes. definitely, um, and especially if you're a small business, you know, you want you don't want to you know be paying you know, someone, you know, for all eight hours because your business is not that big. So outsourcing will definitely be you leveraging the skills of somebody else in order to increase your bottom line. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll do you one better because you still have to pay those outsource people. But if in your network, you've got a marketer, you've got an accountant, you've got a web developer, and, you know, you, you give them, you know, every now and then you, you, you direct business to that direction, and they do your marketing for free, they mm-hmm. do your accounting for free, they do your legal for free, Guess what? You now are able to make even more money through your network, right? And that's how some networks are designed, right? Because we're in the same network, I don't charge you, you know, for, for the work that I'm doing for you oh. because I know that tomorrow when I need that work, you won't charge me. Mm-hmm. So no money left my pocket, no money left your pocket. But when you look at my bottom line, it's as though I received 
you know, uh, services worth 10,000 rand, but I didn't spend a cent. That means my, my profit increases. And that's mm-hmm. another, you know, advantage of being part of a network. You don't pay as much as you would pay. All, all you need to do is be valuable when your turn comes as well. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Tlatuayo. Uh, effort times time times network equals to the largest <laughs> access. All right, Ngo, and then uh, going on from there, how do I then grow my network in width and in depth? All right, so there's two ways to grow your network, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, one in width and one in depth. So growing your network in width means, you know, this is, this is referring to the number of people that are directly connected to you, right? Yes. So let's say you took our, our advice and you looked through your phone book and you found 10 people, or maybe you went to, maybe you looked through your phone book and you found five people that, that would be good for a network. And then you went to a networking event and you found five other people. So that means directly connected to you or directly under you will be 10 people. These are your network part. That, that's your, that means your, the width of your network is 10, right? Because it goes sideways. It's just, you, you know, I, I'd be drawing this if people are watching, but it means there's 10 people directly under you who are part of your network, right? That's growing your, your network when it comes to width. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, to be honest, because you need to not only form relationships with those 10 people, you need to continually maintain relationships with those 10 people. And that can be quite, you know, uh, take quite a, a, a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. But then growing your network in depth. That means, you know, when now the 10 people that are directly connected with you, when they now start introducing you to the people that they know, and those people introduce you to the people that they know, that means now your network is now starting to grow in depth, right? It's mm. not, you know, it's not a new contact that you added specifically directly from nowhere. This is a contact that was referred to you by somebody else, you mm. know, and the more that keeps on happening, the more your network grows in depth. But the only way that's going to happen is if you're valuable to every person on that level. You know, if, if somebody has done network uh, marketing, this is basically, you know, the, the, the same way it works in terms of the structure of it. Mm-hmm. So, but depth is very important because, you know, it, it, it kind of refers to, if I can make an example, let's say you've got your 10 people and um, some of them are your customers and they buy from you. When they start referring other people to buy from you, that's your network growing in depth, right? Mm-hmm. Because they told... They, access, they gave you access to someone who you would not have known ever before, right? Mm-hmm. And if that person starts coming to buy from you, make sure that you, your customers convert your customers into your network partners, mm-hmm. right? Because your customer can buy there and leave. That's it. They don't care about how well your business is doing. But if after they buy from you, you're like, can I please, you know, um, do a, can I, you know, um, do a follow-up in terms of uh, how did you like our services? This is why a lot of big companies like to do the follow-up. You know, yes. did you like our services? What can we improve? What didn't you like? Please rate our services. They are drawing into you into their network because the more you participate with them, the more likely you are to refer other people to, you know, to also buy from them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of mistakes, a big mistake that we make as small business owners, when somebody buys from us, we let them go. Never let them go without refer, without trying to get them to refer two or three more people. Because mm-hmm. if every customer who comes in refers one more customer and you do that over and over again, in no time, your the depth of your network will be so deep, and you'll start making more money than you ever thought possible because you're leveraging up every customer that you get. Mm. Wow, I, 
There's so much for us there from Untogozo Tlatwayo. We are unfortunately out of time for today, but in wrapping up our conversation, uh, what would you say is the simplest way to wrap up today's uh, conversation, which was surrounding putting the work into networking? I would like to actually propose a challenge, you know, in one of two ways, depending on how, which, which way the listeners uh, want to go. You know, the one way would be to, you know, tell me, like, you know, somebody can give me um, someone who they believe, you know, um, uh, I can't connect with, <laughs> you know, and I'll demonstrate using the principles of networking over a couple of months that I can actually get to connect to that person. Or alternatively, which is a better one, would be if maybe you show us somebody says, okay, I, I, I've, I've been listening. There's actually somebody I would like to connect with and I'm not sure how to, you know, can you please help me using the steps in your, you know, of your book or the, the things you've been talking about. Then I can, you know, we can take that challenge with you over the, uh, the next few months. And then we'll every now and then report back to everybody else who's listening in terms of how close that person is to, to, to being connected to, to that particular, you know, influential person or investor, mm-hmm. you know, because I just want to, I just want to, you know, demonstrate the practicality of, you know, what we've been teaching and, and, and that anyone can really apply it. Mm. Awesome. Break it down again. Uh, we looking for listeners who would like to connect Untokoza Shlatwa to a particular person, right? Number one. Oh, uh, yeah. The first one, uh, yeah, I, I don't really favor it, but if this is somebody <laughs> wants to challenge me and say, nah, I bet you cannot connect with ah. uh, DJ Spoo, you know, and then I'm going to show you that I can using the principles. But the second one, which is, I think, more viable, mm-hmm. is somebody, you know, saying, actually, I've been trying to connect with this influential person. I have not been, or I think this person might be good for my business, but I can't connect with them. And then I can help them over the next few months, uh, you know, using the principles that we've been sharing. Mm-hmm. And then we'll report back every now and then here just to show them how it works or how it's been working practically. Mm, I love it. I love it. I can already see people will be texting for this because we're always looking to connect with somebody in particular. We have a text coming through from one of our listeners, Ati Ijo. Shout out to the business guru. And then uh, Chef Malebo, uh, her hand is up ready already to, to, <laughs> to come connect. Everybody wants to connect with somebody in particular. So we will be taking down that list and then we'll send it through to Untoko Zotlatuayo, who will then take up the challenge. Um, number one, I bet you can't connect with so-and-so. Untoko Zotlatuayo will make that happen using the principles that he has been teaching us, and then he'll give us feedback on that. And number two, if you're out there looking to connect with a particular person, uh, entrepreneur or a business uh, in particular, um, just send us the name of the person, and we'll send it through to uh, or you're looking for the head of a particular organization and you're trying to connect with this organization, will do the hard work for you, the hard craft for you. Thank you so much, Mr. Tlatoyo. Your nuggets for the week for the people listening in today. I know. Uh, I think just, just, just what we've been sharing, you know, just what we've been sharing in terms of understanding that one of the biggest assets that you can have <laughs> is a good network. Like, um, Robert Kiyosaki said, and I keep saying, you know, the richest people in the world build, build networks, and mm. everybody else is trained to look for work. Mm. Wow, the richest people in the world build network. And uh, how can we connect with you? All right, so you can connect with me directly um, through my email line uh, website. Uh, almost, almost ready. Um, sorry, these load settings are not really helping. Um, mm. But you can connect with me at dogozo at dogozo h. 
0338. That's my direct email. Um, and if you want to be part of the 365 local um, uh, campaign, you can, you know, connect with me at 365local at the H. That's zero zero. And lastly, if you just want to be wanted to be quick, you can just send me a message or try to connect with me via LinkedIn. I respond quite quickly to messages on LinkedIn as well. Mm. Awesome. Thank you so much. And that is a business entrepreneur and minister, Ntogozo Tlatuayo, giving us our wisdom nuggets on Munati business. Thank you so much. Stay tuned in every Monday from 1 o'clock until 2. We are in conversation with Ntogozo Tlatuayo on our business edition called Munati Biz. It's four minutes before the hour, 2 o'clock. Siabong Bob Tlatuayo. God bless you. You are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.